The following program is brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. Welcome to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can with your host, Norma Johansson. Norma had no plans to write a book until God specifically called her to share God's healing power with anyone who has a broken heart. Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much to our listeners for tuning in and joining me today. My name is Norma Johansson, author of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. Today, we'll begin our study series of the book, Chapter 3, The Process of Healing. We'll be talking about our thoughts, the negative thoughts, and the good thoughts in our minds. We'll talk about the neuroscience side of our healing journey, too. Specifically, how our brains play a role in our thoughts, along with the words of affirmation. Also, we'll be talking about thought replacement, what the Bible calls the renewal of our minds. I am blessed to have my good friend, Carol Partridge, with me today. Carol read chapter 3 and is here to share what helped her in her own healing and also has some questions for us. Carol, will you say hello to our listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, my name is Carol Partridge. I am originally from the Virgin Islands. I have been in the laboratory medicine field for 33 years. I love the Word of God and its ability to guide, teach, heal, and strengthen us. I am honored to be here with Norma as she shares her faith journey to healing after heartbreak. Thank you so much, Carol, for joining us today. Before we get started, will you open up in prayer? Yes, of course. Father, I thank you for your many blessings and this opportunity to serve you and to help those that are hurting with wisdom that can only come from you. We thank you that you heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. We lift up every person listening to this broadcast that through your son, Jesus Christ, they will receive beauty for ashes and joy for mourning, that they will be encouraged by Norma's story, that they will find freedom from the hurt and pain of a broken heart. I thank you, Norma Joe, and the team at KKHT 100.7 for their faithfulness and willingness to be used by you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's continue our healing journey. Now that we're stronger in our resolve to confront our broken hearts, let's apply the confronting process we learned in Chapter 1 to our thoughts. The purpose of confronting is to disarm the very power of toxic thoughts that lead to toxic emotions. Let's begin with this question from a famous pastor. Are your thoughts helping you or hurting you? With this great question as our focus, let's talk about our thought life, our internal dialogue. We've all heard that the battle starts in the mind. For me, I was battling so many thoughts all over the place and images of the day of betrayal and heartbreak. My mind was a major challenge for me because of strong emotions tied with the negative thoughts. My mind was in the what-if mode, and I would analyze what might have been if I could have handled things differently. The reality is that the great life I had is now gone, forever. This is a reality I had to choose to accept, period. Entertaining these what-if thoughts robbed me of my life today. These thoughts came at a high cost. They were keeping me stuck in the past and hindering me from moving forward. With the help of the Holy Spirit to overcome this obstacle, I was able to turn all this around and have my toxic thoughts thrown out of my head permanently. So, 
We must actively participate in our healing by managing our thought life to eliminate the toxic thoughts that plague us. Tell us a little more about how you were able to turn this around. Yes, of course. I was able to turn this around with the help of the Holy Spirit. The Bible clearly tells us that we have a part we play in all of this. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Here's what I did. To stop these replays of toxic, negative thoughts and cleanse out my mind. First, I took inventory of the takeaways from my crashed and burned life. I thought about things such as what can I do in the future not to repeat any mistakes that I may have contributed to the heartbreak. Then I let it go. Now let's pay close attention to these action words. Let it go. Let go of the old life and its negative memories and not allow myself to revisit the past. You and I will be doing a lot of letting go simply to move forward. Second, an intentional decision by me had to be made every day to stop replaying what happened. One of the first things I did was start thinking different thoughts to replace the replays of what ifs. Third, I had to replace the negative toxic thoughts with positive affirmations from the Word of God. Now, this was tough because I had never done thought replacement. This wasn't an overnight quick fix at all. Norma, I agree with you that we must take control of our negative thoughts and replace them with what God says about us. What were some of the affirmations you use to replace your toxic negative thoughts? Some of the affirmations I use were from the Word of God. I began to refocus on who I really am as clearly defined for us in the Word. I made an intentional awareness to retrain my brain one thought at a time. In other words, I had to think ahead and be prepared with what thoughts I would allow myself to meditate on. Here's what I used. God mends my broken heart. I will live and not die to declare the wondrous works of the Lord. I am more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am royalty and daughter of the Most High God. Perhaps you, our listeners, have your own personal Bible words inspired by the Holy Spirit to stand on and speak out loud for yourself. This is key for us. Step two, with God's boldness, out loud, I applied these affirmations with my voice to fill and create new thoughts to go into my mind, then down into my spirit. How I did this was by using my brain and imagination as a resource for this daily step. And whenever negative or toxic thoughts popped into my head, I was prepared. I learned this gives new life in my thoughts, which engages me in my own healing. In the Word of God, I found God commands specific thoughts for us. The Bible tells us exactly what we need to be thinking about. This is found in Philippians 4.8. Finally, believers, whatever's true, whatever's honorable and worthy of respect, whatever's right and confirmed by God's Word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever's admirable and of good repute, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. So replacing the negative thoughts as soon as they come is a vital and important exercise to change our thoughts from negative to positive life-affirming thoughts. Would you say that God's Word is sufficient for any trial, pain, and suffering we face? 
Yes, I do believe God's word is totally sufficient for any pain and suffering when we believe and apply it. The word of God is God's spirit. The word of God is formidable, powerful, and truth, not fact, which makes it final. In fact, this scripture I just shared tells us exactly what we need to be thinking on all of the time. These instructions clearly define the process to renew our minds. Right here in this verse in the healing for our thought life. By the way, did we catch these words? Think continually on these things. Center our mind on them and implant them in our heart. The word implant means to set securely or deeply, permanently in the consciousness. This right here is what I grabbed a hold of and began applying on my thought life. Every day I thought about the truth that I am healed, that I have a new beginning after this season. I am victorious. My life brings praise to the glory of God. And I centered my mind on God's word and promises for my life. This is my meditating exercise to change my thinking until these thoughts from this scripture in the Bible became real and true and personal to me. Little by little, each toxic thought started disappearing. Soon enough, they were just gone permanently. So we need to focus on the Word of God through scriptures that tell us exactly what we should focus our thoughts on. How would you describe meditation to someone who has never meditated before? Good question. For me, I always look up the meaning of words. The word meditation means to engage in mental exercise, such as concentration on or a repetition of a mantra for the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. That is exactly what I did. I thought about the Word of God, concentrated on it day and night. I read it over and over. I placed scriptures all over my house, my car, and my office. In Romans 12, 2, be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. The definition of the word renew simply means to make like new or to restore. In our case, this pertains to making our thoughts new thoughts. These next important steps was what helped me tremendously in the process of confronting toxic thoughts. Ready? Step one. Acknowledge the thoughts and emotions, and then replacing them with new thoughts, new activity, new memories to create a peaceful emotion, then a healed emotion to fill that empty void of space. Then step two, focus on the parts of our lives that are working. Every time there was a thought or memory of my old life, I had to continue to focus on the parts of my life that were and are working. Step three, I had to discipline myself and be intentional, and if need be, Force myself to change my thoughts right then and there. Taking action was what I did that helped me, like going for a walk, going for a bike ride, going for a hike in the mountains, taking a drive, or doing anything to take my focus off the past and get my mind back on track. These are healthy hobbies that reduce stress and allow us to take in the wonder of all God has created, drawing us near to Him. So after we manage our thought life, we need to take the intentional next steps daily to heal. I like that you included clear steps that we can take to move forward towards healing. Yes, I didn't have this process and all of these steps nicely outlined, but no regrets. You, our listeners, simply get the benefit of having all of this outlined for your own healing. 
May I submit to you, our listeners, for your consideration that what we think about matters? The Bible clearly states this for us in Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Looking back now, I see there was always a new life just around the corner from the memories of my past life. We get a new beginning with a new chapter filled with a happier life and a greater future full of endless possibilities. All of this fresh perspective was always within my grasp, but it was hidden underneath all the old thinking of pain and hurt. So know today there is hope for you, our listeners. You too can and will enjoy your life again and feel peace, joy, and laugh again. Like you, our listeners, I didn't want to live in the past and become a prisoner of my broken heart. I didn't want to be connected to a life or relationship that no longer existed. A famous pastor shared, When you carry around the negative baggage year after year, you're not hurting the other person. You're contaminating your own life. As I read about how you replace the negative thoughts with the new thoughts and focus on the parts of your life that were working well, I could see how the void and the emptiness began to be filled with new thoughts and new activity. I think it is very important for the readers and listeners to know that they too can leave the emptiness and heartache behind. Yes, for sure. Personally, I've always been an avid reader of scientific studies and neuroscience research. These studies found that our minds are controlled by our brains, and we control our brains. Did you know that we tell our minds what to think about? I couldn't really fully grasp this concept during the early part of my journey because of the strong emotions I was feeling. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I began to take one step at a time to help retrain my brain what to have my mind think. I began to experience more and more control of my thoughts. It's like I knew all of this, but this information was buried underneath all the hurt and painful emotions. I found it very helpful to know that as the word said, we can take every thought captive using our brains. We have a choice and we can control what we think about and not allow our thoughts to run rampant. Yes, some of the best neuroscience studies show that our minds accept our thoughts as truth whether the thoughts are true or not, whether the thoughts are positive or negative, the mind accepts the thought. If we linger too long in thoughts of sadness, pain, grief, and hopelessness, this will create fatigue and extreme sadness, even depression, if not kept in check. Studies also show that it is crucial to be watchful and careful about what we are thinking 80% of the time. The average person has over 30,000 thoughts a day. Because what we think about determines who we become and ultimately steers the direction of our life. We clearly see how important it is to get our thoughts renewed. There is clearly a neuroscientific side of our brains that impact how we think, feel, and respond to the world around us and how we respond to what hurts us. Given that, it is pretty important for us to take those 30,000 thoughts captive every day to bring about healing, and to get our lives back on track. How long did this process take, Norma? Well, study shows that it takes 30 days to replace negative thoughts with positive thoughts or words of affirmation. For me, I put the process in place for about 30 days. I did this exercise day and night, but I was not very mindful or good at first. But then I did another 30 days of thought replacement, then another. Soon, it almost became a lifestyle. 
So in answer to your question, about 60 to 90 days, and the end result is peace in my mind. So I say to you, our listeners, don't get discouraged or quit if we are not thinking positive, peaceful thoughts right away. By the way, I ended my relationship with guilt, shame, fear, and nervousness and pulled up these toxic emotions and feelings by the roots. We have a major role to play in our own healing. How I did this was, first, I grabbed the feelings of guilt, shame, fear, and nervousness by identifying them as thoughts when these emotions rose up. Second, I changed these toxic thoughts and focused my thoughts on words of affirmation from the Word of God and made a decision to be healed. Third, I began speaking declarations out loud for myself. Here's what I said. I am in right standing with God because He loves me. My heart and mind are pure and whole because I have the mind and heart of God. The lovely sweet aroma of God's love brings me abiding peace in my heart and spirit and a sound mind. My praise belongs to God, for it is His love that healed me. Thank you, God, for loving me so much that you rescued me and healed me completely. This is my declaration now, that I am healed. And I get to share this with you, our listeners, to encourage and inspire you to get up and engage in your own healing declaration. You choose and you say. My pastor always reminds us that words are important. Here's what my pastor tells us. Words are like seeds. They have power. If you let them take root, they'll grow and become what you said. How do we measure our healing progress? One of the things my licensed counselor strongly recommended for me was writing in a journal about what I was feeling and why I was feeling that way. The primary purpose of journaling, I found, is important because it zeroes in on what thoughts are ruling my mind the majority of the time during this healing process. The second purpose of this exercise is to measure progress and acknowledge the negative or toxic thoughts that still needed to be renewed. Well, it's like when we do a checkup with the doctor if he's treating us for an illness. The doctor wants to see how the medicine is helping to heal the illness, how much longer we are to take the medicine or make any adjustments to the medicine, find out whether to increase or decrease the dose, so to speak. Same concept for our healing. Another purpose is to acknowledge the emotion, then release it onto a journal or recorder. The more I exercise this form of release, the more I emptied out the negative thoughts and emotions that were running through my mind. This proved to be a much-needed step towards moving forward in my emotional and thought life. I love your response. I agree that journaling is a good way to assess how we are feeling and why. Your explanation on the benefits of journaling really brings home why we need to replace our toxic thoughts and how it helps in our journey to healing. Describe the benefits of counseling for someone who may be anxious about the thought of speaking to a stranger about how they feel. I personally had never been a journaling person, but during my healing, I saw the purposes and benefits. And yes, the benefits of counseling with a so-called stranger is that I personally found I could be completely honest and transparent. The mere fact that this person would not share any personal information with anyone that I know allowed me to be completely comfortable. It's okay to get help. Licensed counselors have heard just about everything people go through, so nothing we say is a surprise to them. In fact, counselors are trained to help us navigate through these difficult emotional times 
and give us expert advice and feedback. This helped me tremendously. The opportunity for me to have a trusted person who would guide me and give me feedback about my strong thoughts and emotion was invaluable. Trust me, I am a testimony that the process and steps are making a difference, and you do get healed. The process and steps are changing us through the renewing of our minds, even though we cannot see or feel the change tangibly just yet. In the spirit realm, change began the minute we chose to be healed. There are three keys to remember. Key one is to believe, engage in our own healing, execute, and stay the course. Key two, stay consistent in the process of steps. In consistency lies the change, and we leave the results to God. Key three, again, as a reminder, I strongly encourage us to stay the course. Healing is a process. Our mind is being changed and transformed on the inside. We must stay the course in order to see the results. So the keys to healing are we have a role to play in our own healing. We must be consistent with the steps of the process as you described. We must trust the process and we cannot give up even when we feel like nothing is happening. We must stay the course. And at the end of the journey, there is healing. This is so very encouraging. Years ago, I read a few biology studies that state that the human body repairs itself daily. While the body is sleeping, the pituitary gland releases a hormone that helps the body to repair itself. We clearly see here that it's important to get a good night's sleep. For me, I was having trouble sleeping in the beginning of my journey. My first response was to turn to the Word of God. Here's what I found in Proverbs 3.24. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Lay down our burdens. Now here is the promise that we are given, sweet sleep. Next, I researched natural herbs to help me sleep at night and found melatonin and chamomile and teas, which tremendously helped me sleep better. The St. John's Worth plant also helps with staying in a good mood. My personal choice was the high-end brands in natural herbs because they seem to have better quality ingredients. May you find something that works best for you. Thank you for stressing the importance of self-care. We must be intentional with our self-care in this healing season. Our bodies are the temple of the Lord, and we need to take good care of our bodies by giving it the nutrition, exercise, and rest that it requires so that we can be fruitful. I could not grasp my healing if I was holding on to hurt. The two cannot coexist. I was not even aware that I was holding on to hurt until I started being more aware of what I was thinking about. I had to give myself permission to be happy. Well, we believe this has been a very fulfilling time with you, our listeners, sharing the process steps of healing. Thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today. Please feel free to contact me or the ministry, Norma Johansson Ministries, with comments or questions regarding our study today. Send me a direct message on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Or, if you are in need of prayer, please call our ministry prayer line at 832-795-1009. You can also send us your prayer requests at njministries at yahoo.com. We will definitely pray for you. Join us again next week on the study series of the book, Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can. We'll continue our study series in Chapter 4, titled, Where Do We Go From Here? I will continue to share with you, our listeners, the process that helped me get healed, so that you too can get completely healed. And you do not have to go the long and hard road to healing. Take care now and see you back real soon. 
You've been listening to Overcome Heartbreak Because You Can, brought to you by Norma Johansson Ministries. You can get a copy of the book in hardback, paperback, Kindle, or audio on Amazon to follow along with the study series based on the book. If you're in need of prayer, please call our ministry prayer line at 832-795-1009. Leave us your prayer request. Join us again next Sunday at 2.30 p.m. here at FM 100.7 KKHT. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Blue Moon Laundry, a commercial washer-dryer equipment and services company with over 30 years of experience. Specializing in hotels, hospitals, school districts, laundromats, apartment complexes, and nursing homes. Servicing the Houston area and surrounding cities in Texas. Give them a call today to get your free quote at 281-723-1173.